This is Corey Gray and Tony Stewart from Hairdistry. Thank you for tuning in to the Hairdressers Podcast. Now here's a word from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Cassie, owner of Beyond the Beard New York City and founder of nonprofit Her Chair His Hair. I was asked how many ways Schedulicity has changed and helped my business and my nonprofit over the years, and I cannot even begin to list all of them. But what I will say is that the love, the support, the community that Schedulicity and their team offers is the cherry on top of this already amazing booking and scheduling platform that they have created for our industry. I cannot even imagine where my business would be right now if I had not switched over to Schedulicity almost two and a half years ago. I look forward to the future and to whatever else they may build or add to their platform because so far it has helped me beyond words. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, and this amazing podcast is brought to you by Schedulicity. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, I'm sitting with my best boy, Tom. What's up, man? What's going on, brother? Chilling like a villain. Super excited about this series that we're doing, the six-week series that we're doing with Britt Carmichael. She's uh, she's giving us the lowdowns and the high downs of Shine School. Oh, yeah. After last last week's conversation, I spent the whole week in front of the mirror, so I'm sitting in this uh, my chair naked. You know what I mean? <laughs> about to start podcast. <laughs> That's right. So if you want to get naked too, make sure that you listen to the first two series. This is part three of six um, in the series. So uh, part one um, was a couple of weeks ago and part two was last week and this is week three. So uh, should we bring Britt in? Yeah, all kidding aside. It, she's, yeah, dude. I mean, it's this first two weeks have been pretty incredible. Just uh, the information she gives and uh, really looking forward to getting to week three. So yeah. <laughs> Can't wait either. Let's do it, man. So, Ms. Britt Carmichael, welcome back to your day off. Hello, hello. So good to be back. I am seriously having so much fun with you guys. And it's really crazy to be walking two guys through Shine School since it was (laughs) designed with women in mind. But I'm just so grateful how open and receptive you guys are to all the information, as well as it can be used for anybody. Like no matter if you're male or female, this journey is definitely going to help you figure out who you are and build that confidence and overcome your fear. There's just a little extra, extra about the moon time and some divine feminine in there that you guys can probably take away and use that to help better your relationships in the future. But today all about giving yourself a mindset makeover. We all know that the quality of our life is a direct reflection of the way that we view and think and feel and experience life. And so what this module is designed to do is really to help you get a clear shot picture of what is your mindset process like? Are you your own bestie? Are you constantly beating yourself up? Are you talking shit to yourself and you're under your breath like, 
all the time. I have found a wide range of, you know, like, yeah, I kind of like support myself and I kind of love myself, but I really beat myself up around my body. I've seen all the way to, I literally wake up every morning and I hate my life so bad. I hate myself. I don't want to get up. I don't want to, I just, I don't even know why I'm here. I have seen the entire spectrum from where people land when it comes to how they, um, what their relationship is with themselves. And it can be pretty brutal. Do you guys know anyone like that where they just absolutely hate themselves and like, you can see how it affects their life and the way that they show up? I mean, I wouldn't go out on a ledge and say that I can see when somebody um, uh, hates themselves, but I certainly can. I'll go out on the limb and say you certainly see when people are hurting, you know, and 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 hurting, um, you know, for whether it's you know whatever it is, whatever that reason is. And I think that you know, for me, like that's the, that's a that's clearer to me than than somebody that hates themselves. Yeah, but I mean, I, I've definitely known, sorry, known people that uh, you know that it's. It's, everything's a negative. Everything is, you know, and it might not necessarily be directed toward them, but you can see it's all about them, right? So uh, they don't see any positivity in life in general. It's just everything's a negative, gloom and doom. And it's just, yeah, I mean, I know people like that. Yeah. And, you know, that's actually one of the lessons in module three is called think happy thoughts. And that happens after you start to assess, you know, how do I operate? Am I beating myself up or am I my number one bestie? So let's rewind and go back to lesson one. And that's called hello and her mean girl. And ultimately, this lesson is all about creating awareness. So mindfulness, enlightenment around how we think and talk to ourselves. So on a regular basis, I found myself, I didn't know that I was talking to myself. My husband said, Hey, babe, do you talk to yourself? I'm like, no what do you what no way and then like months later I'm getting ready and putting on my outfit god I'm so fat I'm just oh I'm not good enough I hate my body oh I'm like oh, I talked to myself oh my god I talked to myself and it's really bad like oh oh whoa like and that was a huge moment of awareness that was my wake-up call to go okay girl we need to get it together and so hello inner mean girl is ultimately doing an assessment of how do you think Are you thinking negatively? Do you look at most situations from half glass full or half glass empty kind of thing? And so ultimately lesson one is just creating that awareness. Where are you at? Do, would you say, I wanna, I'm going to ask you guys, I'm putting you guys on the spot. Would you say you are more on the side of I am my own bestie? Or would you say my inner mean dude is a little crazy in there? Hmm. I guess it depends on what week. Uh, you know, oh, cycle two. Right. <laughs> uh, like you know, yeah. I, I guess when life is going good, everything's going smooth. You know, you're like, all right, this is cool. You know, you talk to yourself like life's good, and then when you're going through struggles and stuff, sometimes you're like, why me? Or you know, like, oh, you know, tired. Or you know what I mean? It really depends on what's happening in my life. Yeah, I mean, definitely, I would agree with that. I mean, it's it's you know, and 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 to your point, Brett, I'm either my my biggest fan or my biggest um my my biggest enemy, right? Or, or you know, my most negative. Um, I mean, that's that's a hundred percent the truth the truth in my life. Um, it's it's even sometimes when I know that I'm being negative talking. Maybe this is one of the lessons too. But then it's like, what do you do with that? Okay, yeah, I know that I'm negative talking myself, but it's not that easy just to be just to turn on Mister uh, Mister Charming, you know? Or is it? That no, I I I I pose the question to you. 
Well, you know, that's just the thing. Like we make it as hard or as easy as we want it to be with the stories that we tell ourselves. And that's the next lesson is letting go of those labels, the label. So once we identify, are we mean to ourselves or, or are we kind to ourselves? We have to figure out, well, if I'm being mean to myself, what are those labels? And before I jump into that and, and the most powerful thing I've ever witnessed in hosting my women's retreats, I want to share something that you guys shared with me about well, it depends on what week. And if things are going good, then life is good. If things are going like crap, I feel like crap. You guys are in a trap and you guys are going to stay there until you can choose joy, despite what's going on in your life, whether it be good or bad, because you always have the ability to choose to see the positive and find the silver lining in life. And even when things are going bad, the question that I ask myself is what good can come from this that automatically shifts me into a more positive way of thinking about the solution. And so it can be as simple and as easy as just asking a question to reframe it. So we'll talk about reframing and rewriting your story in a minute. But most importantly, we have to identify those labels that we're carrying. My label was fat, poor, and bitch. I like to stick with the top three because like, let's not overwhelm ourselves. So you guys don't have to share it out loud if you don't want to, but I want you to think about that. I want you to reflect. What are those top three labels, those negative labels that you would use to describe yourself if you were beating yourself up and being your own worst enemy? One of the lessons, or this lesson has been so powerful that I've actually incorporated the exercise into all the goddess retreats that I do in person. And what I have them do is I I pass out these little labels like name tags. And I asked them that same question. Can you write down those top three labels or negative phrases that you say about yourself all the time? Oh, they're like, oh, I do. I have to write this down. Okay. Okay. So they write it down and they're like, wait, do I have to wear this? Yes, ma'am, you have to wear this. And so they peel those labels off, they stick it on their chest. And then what I have them do is I have them introduce themselves as those three things. Hi, my name is Brittany and I'm fat, I'm a whore and I'm a bitch. Would you ever do that? No. So why the hell are we carrying that story around internally 24 seven? But I got to slow you down. You literally do that in your thing, in your class. You introduce yourself as, as those things. Dude, that is, that's a major breakthrough. It. That brings so many people to tears because they're like, I am so mean to myself. I'm embarrassed that I would even, I have to share this publicly and let people know how much I mean to myself and the mean things that I say. And when you say those things about yourself and you have a group of people witnessing that, that can see that that is a bullshit lie, it makes it so much easier for you to then rip that label off, tear it up, and then write three new ones with positive, empowering words that would describe the new you. And so the new ones are, I am vibrant, I am bold, I am beautiful, like whatever it is that you need to like reframe. So once we've identified the labels, we've got to let them go, we've got to tear them up, we've got to get rid of them and say, you know what, those are not me anymore. I'm not interested. So whether you have the physical label on or it's a mental label and you can just imagine it, I want everyone to imagine pulling off all those labels that they've carried on their chest for so long, because man, that is not an accurate description of who you are. I don't think you could ask 10 to 20 people that personally know you. And one of those words or phrases would come up. And if they do, then you need to get rid of that friend. Um, Cause <laughs> you need to get rid of that person. Like you're getting rid of those labels. So that, that's super powerful, dude. It will change your life. I highly, if anybody takes anything away from this, go write out your three labels, stick them on your chest and introduce yourself out loud, even if it's to no one and see how that feels because you're doing it all the time and it feels like shit all the time, but you're just not verbally, externally uh, communicating it, but your soul feels, hears and receives that every time you do it. 
That's you know. powerful. Tony's like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, Brett, I think we could do a whole podcast of just that, you know, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to slow us down from shine school, but we might have to readdress that, that, that is mega, mega strong. It's intense. It's super powerful. It's um, one of the, when we do the goddess retreats, we move through each chakra and that's what we do on our solar plexus because that's our ability to go out into the world and share our truth and our, our creativity and our courage. And if we are constantly beating ourselves up, then we're going to think everyone else is thinking those things. And it's going to be really hard to keep um, breaking through those limits and those boundaries that we place for ourselves. So the next thing is be your own bestie is starting to figure out what are those positive things in that I could say about myself. So I want to know like, what's one, if you were going to write your positive phrase, like what's one positive label you guys would give yourself? What would that be? Well, it's really hard to, uh, it's going to be hard to do on the spot because it would definitely take some thought for it. But, you know, I think that I would still stick into what I'm labeled as, you know, I'm labeled as a dad, a husband and a, and a grandfather. And those are the things that I'm most proud of. So, so it would take some real work for me to kind of get past that a little bit. You know what I mean? So, An essence of your personality or that would, that you're proud of. Um, well, I'm, I, 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 I'm really proud of, of it. And one thing that I've always struggled with in life and now like, and now I'm kind of to a different place is, is just the follow through. Um, you know, I'm much better at following through with things than, than I've ever been. Um, and, and I attribute that again to this podcast really, because, um, you know, the, it, it's never an easy, it's never a smooth trail, but, you know, to, to keep the, to keep the eye on the, uh, at, at, there's no end of the road, but to keep your eye down the road a little bit, um, has been pretty powerful for me. And, and, I no longer, you know, for years and years and years, pretty much my entire, my entire life, not even my adult life, but like, I was like, oh, well, I'm not a type of person that can follow through. You know, I wore that as a badge and I wore that as this piece of, uh, although I was ashamed of it, but I still wore it as a badge. So, um, so, you know, with the podcast, I've kind of proven to myself that, oh, you know what, you are somebody that can follow through, you know, and that goes, you know, it was worth workouts. It was with whatever, just, just to have that follow through. So, you know, I'm much better at, at, at following through now. Does that make any sense? I don't know. But yeah. that's where that, that's yeah. where it felt. Mm -hmm. I love that. What about you, Tony? What's something positive that you put on your label and probably wear? Uh, like, probably uh, serving others or like before. I guess growing up, I was always in competition, and it, you know, I had to be the winner. Or I had to uh, outdo you or be. Uh, more aggressive than you or you know and then but as I got older and and uh, of course none of that it's all self-serving and none of that brings happiness and then uh, but when I can help others and and me take the backseat not be the winner and watching someone else uh, succeed or grow especially my you know even with my children it just it uh it, it just it, it brings so much more joy and 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 happiness and and so I, I would I would probably label that as 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 me. That's so beautiful, you guys. I love it. I love that you are even having to reflect. You guys didn't know you'd be put on the hot spot today, but I love mm -hmm. that you're getting to see how powerful these reflections and questions and self evaluation can do for us to give us our power, our clarity, and that truth that we resonate. You know, like our truth, and we don't really know what that is until we start to explore it and find our integrity and our boundaries, what we stand for, what we won't stand for. So I'm just so grateful for you guys sharing that. I think it's so beautiful. 
Um, so the next lesson is uh, rewrite your story. This is really where we have to identify, you know, we've identified those labels and those negative things. And what about those stories that we've grown up on? Well, I'm poor. I came from the trailer park or I'll never be wealthy because of that. Or, you know, what are those stories that, that we tell ourselves once we identify them, that's when we have to reframe them. And that's where Corey was saying, it's hard. This is the part that makes all the difference. It's a reframe. And so for you to reframe all of the negative aspects or the labels or the stories that you tell yourself does take a little bit of work. But the truth is, just like we created the bad habits by telling ourselves these negative stories, we can create a good habit by telling ourselves good stories. And so, for example, my story was I'm fat. You guys have probably figured that out by now. I've shared it enough. My story was I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. Every time that I heard myself internally say that negative thing, I would snap my fingers and say, cancel. And then I would then rewrite the story to something that felt more in alignment with what it is that I did want. So I'm beautiful. It was a very simple shift. It took time. And in time, it became a natural habit that now I don't feel like I need to do that. I'm not constantly talking shit to myself unless it's that one time out of the week where I'm like, okay, give myself some extra grace. And I'm aware <laughs> of that rather than just like going with it and be like, I'm horrible. Where's the brownies? You know what I mean? So we have to rewrite those stories. And so that's earlier you asked Corey, like, well, it's so hard. Or how do you do that? It's as simple as just cancel, recognizing, having that awareness of, oh, I'm doing that again, cancel, not beating ourselves up more because that perpetuates the problem. Just put a stop to it by using the word cancel. That's a way to stop manifesting things. So cancel and then take a moment to reflect, okay, what is, if I'm talking shit to myself, what would be the opposite of this? What would be the positive version of this? What do I really need to hear right now? And then giving yourself that space to give yourself that pep talk or that new phrase or that new story. And it's weird in the beginning, y'all. It's weird. I remember being like, cancel. I'm beautiful. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, right. I didn't really believe it at first, but you got to fake it until you make it is not a joke. So I just kind of was like, okay, I'm going to put myself into the habit and the routine. Cancel. I'm beautiful. It's weird. Okay, whatever. Moving on. But it stopped that negative cycle. Even though I didn't fully believe it, it still took me out of the negative cycle and the negative story. So I didn't go further down the rabbit hole of depression. And so over time, only 21 days, y'all, by the time this whole series is out, we've all created healthy habits, okay? So over time, you'll build this habit where you no longer have to even like think about it. It's just a natural response where you're constantly cheering yourself on and becoming your own bestie. So it ultimately boils down to rewriting your story into something that you do want. And it isn't that hard. We are creative enough to know that if we're talking shit to ourselves, that there's a more positive, better option and solution for us. So we just have to tune into that story. Even if it feels weird and even if it's uncomfortable, we can tune into that story and say, you know what? I am loving. I am kind. I am amazing. I am beautiful. I am a follow thrower. No. <laughs> Brett, so, yeah. I love this, dude. This is this is like you got me now, man. See, you I told you can't just dive right into the hard shit in the beginning. Otherwise, you guys will turn around and be like, "Nope, I'm out." So I love that you're in it. No, I dude, like I'm, put, I'm putting a seatbelt on. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> you you got to strap in when we're dealing with the darkness. So the next one is what I mentioned earlier: is think happy thoughts. So once we learn how to reframe, then we can start to get into the habit of choosing to think happy thoughts in every situation. Guys, my dad is literally dying from stage four cancer, but I choose to see 
be the best in this moment. I'm, he's still here, he's alive, and I'm taking every opportunity to find the silver lining in what is one of the worst things I'm having to experience and go through in my life. But it's so, it's so important for us to recognize that we all suffer, that we all go through horrible things in life, that life is a roller coaster of ups and downs. But if you stay in that trap of only celebrating when it's up, you're going to miss out on a a whole lot of life that can be celebrated, even though it's hard, even though it's painful, we still have the power to choose to see things from a positive perspective. And like I said, we accept what is and we change what we can. And that's the best we can hope for in this lifetime. And so if we can't change it, then we have to accept it. And when we can accept it, that's when we can start to see the silver lining. I love that. Um, you know, there's been many people that have come um, through my life to where they actually hold. And I, I was there, too, actually, for, for a time period. But will you hold like where you hold you're like, like, you know, your dad or, or if there's a death in your family, you kind of hold that. You wear that as a badge. Like, oh, I, I'm allowed to. You're giving yourself permission to, to to feel negative or you're giving yourself permission to get empathy or to get sympathy or whatever. And honestly, for 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 here's a little insight on me is that, you know, my mom died when I was 21, um, but she had cancer my entire childhood growing up. So, so I, and, and, and all my mom's friends, all my team, my mom worked for the education board. So everybody knew my mom. So every teacher I ever had, every, every adult that was in my life felt sorry for me on some level, you know, and, and, and they, and they would, they would treat me as such, you know, Oh, be nice to him. His mom's going through a lot of stuff or he's going through a lot of stuff. And honestly, for a long time, for a really, really long time in my life, that's how I thought people should communicate with me. And, and even when, even in my twenties or even in my early thirties, before I kind of had this revelation was that I, that's how I expected people to treat me. And I would, I would set stuff up. So you felt sorry for me. You know, and that's how, that's how I saw love. I saw love as like, oh, well, you need to feel sorry for me to, 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 that's how I identified as love. And then one, once I was able to, and I don't remember why, but, but once I was able to, and it, it hit me like a ton of bricks too. It was like in that moment, it was like, oh, I've been doing this my whole life. And, and, and the problem with this is that you're never seen as, and I'm going to use like, you know, words, but you're never seen as alpha in the room if, if the room's feeling sorry for you. You know, and I wanted to better position myself to be a leader or to be alpha and not in kind of any negative kind of way, but just for me. And and I had to position myself in the room to be like, okay, well, how can I do that? Well, I can't do that if everybody feels sorry for me. I think that's such a powerful realization, um, waking up out of victimhood. You know, the the experience of enlightenment is exactly what you just said. It's like, I'm enlightened and aware that I've been doing this my whole life. I have been allowing for this or expecting this my whole life. And for me, that moment happened whenever I learned that all of the pain and all of the bullshit that I was experiencing in my entire life was because of me. It wasn't anybody else. It wasn't the negative things that happened to me. It wasn't the hashtag me too incident as a child. It wasn't any of that. I allowed it by continuing to carry that same energy or the same expectations. And the second I took responsibility for that and went like, Oh my God, it was me the whole time beating myself up and acting like a shithead. Like, Oh my God, that was the moment I experienced and tasted freedom for the first time. So I'm so glad that you've had that so that you could shift and go, you know what, this isn't in alignment with who I am or who I want to be. I want to be more of a leader is what you're saying as an alpha, not like, Oh my God, but like, 
like, I want to take charge. Like I want to be able to be in control and help other people and lead people in, in a healthy way. And I think that's so beautiful that you've made that shift and identified that. And that's exactly what this mindset makeover is all about. It's just kind of realizing we operate off of the old beliefs and patterns that we run from, you know, um, or run on. My husband is a hypnotist. And what we have found is that by eight, up until age 11, Everything that you witness or take in becomes your set in stone truth, hard facts, beliefs until you start to wake up as an adult and realize like, oh my gosh, my uncle that called me Brickney at age eight actually was just joking and that isn't the foundation for my self-worth and the way that I view my body or, or myself. And so what we have to do as adults is go back to rewrite those programs that we developed at a very young age. And even programs that have been developed further beyond age 11, because we know in high school shit gets weird and like this shitty ex-partner says something and like we take that as fact and we carry this one story or this narcissistic comment that someone said to us a long time ago and we still think that way. So it's really important for us to kind of do an inventory check of our mind and go like, how am I viewing and operating in this world? And that leads us to an attitude of gratitude. I know it sounds cheesy AF, but it really is the thing that helps you move through the hard times because life isn't going to be sunshine, sparkles and rainbows 24 seven. It's a blend. It's a balance. Like there's dark and light, black and white, like, come on, like there's a balance of everything. And it's not just like, once you're in light, everything's amazing. There's this old Zen saying, before enlightenment, I chopped wood. After enlightenment, I chopped wood. Nothing changes on the external except for everything on the internal and the way that you perceive and experience things. And so having an attitude of gratitude is being able to search for the silver lining in the times where it's rough and harder to celebrate and harder to find the good stuff because it's not just flowing and going and like great. But when we can still choose to find the silver lining and offer thanks, even for the hard stuff, like I was crying and saying, thank you for this challenge this morning with all these Oracle decks being delivered to my house and not my storage unit. There's a higher purpose and I just can't see it right now. Thank you. And I'm like crying but also thinking. So it's like, we have to recognize that we have to feel our feelings. We have to, you know, sometimes shit is hard and it's not to say that we need to sugarcoat it and like, no, everything be happy all the time. Like, no, you will burn out. Okay. You will burn out from being happy all the time, but you can be joyful and you can choose joy through every hard experience. And, and when you can start choosing joy in the hardest ex of experiences, that's when you know, you really got it. It's too easy to choose celebration in times of you know, amazing things. And the last thing, the last lesson is expect miracles. So once we can start searching for the silver lining, once we can start saying thank you, not just for the good stuff in our life, but also for the hard stuff, because we know that the hard challenges, if we look back hindsight 2020 are actually the things that make us grow. So the last one is to expect miracles. If we can set our attitude to gratitude and be thankful for what is already happening in our life, then we can take that one step further and have that expectation that amazing things are always going to be happening in your life. And when you can set your mind to say miracles are around the corner, great things are coming. It helps your brain to know what to focus on. Cause if you're focusing on all the shit that's going wrong, you're going to get a lot more of it and notice a lot more of it. But if you can tune your mind to say, you know what, I'm going to focus on the good things that are happening here. You tend to expect and realize even more good things. And plus you, you, your arms are open to accept those good things. You know what I mean? 
and when they do arrive, you see them because that's what you're thinking and looking at. Right. Because when you're distracted over here with all the negative, all those good things are going to go by you and you're not going to necessarily see them. And I have the perfect exercise that I walk people through to show you how that is a reality. So I'm going to do that really quick for you guys. I want you to close it. Uh, first, I want you to like, I want you to look around your room really quick. Just take an inventory, awareness, look around the whole room. Okay, when you're done, close down your eyes. I want everyone to follow along with this. So close down your eyes. Okay, now I want you to think about all the red things that you saw in your room. Red, 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 red. What are, okay, imagine all those things. Red, red, red. You notice all the red things, right? Okay, now I want you to tell me what is one blue thing in your room? My eyes. It's hard, right? So all you're doing is focusing on the red. I don't know if I have anything blue. The computer screen is blue. Okay. But if you think, you guys see what I'm saying? Like, if we're so focused on the bad, the red, the red, the red, right. the red, then it's going to be really hard to notice when there is blue or miracles. Mm, and so you know, true. It, I mean, it was a shift in perception. So it's not like, you know, Jesus is coming down on a white horse with freaking Nintendos for everyone. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. a miracle is a shift in perception. It's being able to look at things from a new way and go, you know what? I'm choosing not to be the victim anymore. I'm going to reclaim my power and recognize where I stand in this position. This is like, this has been the most enlightening 26 minutes of of this podcast. This has been an incredible and incredible time. Britt, I'm, uh, I, I didn't think I could be more enamored with you, but I'm more enamored with you. If people want to find you, where do they find you? Yeah, you can come hang out with me at BrittanyCarmichael.com. You can find Shine School as well as all of my other programs, meditations and offerings. Um, and also I want to just do a quick a reminder and let everyone know that when you go to my website, you'll be able to download a free self-love meditation. This is actually what you'll get in the first lesson of Hello Inner Me Girl in this module. So I wanted to be able to just offer that out so that people would have a tool to use to reprogram their subconscious. Because once you get that habit in place and you start to reprogram, it, it is freedom because you operate then from a completely new program. And so um, I wanted to just throw that out there for anyone who's like, I need help reprogramming. My brain is so intense. It's so strong. People that have a lot of um, anxiety typically are people that are using their mind just in the wrong way. And so if we can get them to use their mind, but in the right way, then they can create a lot of miracles and manifest their goals so much faster. I can't believe we're only halfway through. So I can't wait to next week. <laughs> I know next week's going to be awesome. And then we have, you know, two other weeks after next week. So that's really cool, man. This is, this is incredible. Yeah. Britt Carmichael, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for spending the, uh, the your, your, your day off with us. And thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. 
Peace and hair grease. <laughs>